Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast, where I am joined by a very special guest, Emma Oyamba. We met on Twitter and started talking about Summer House. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, you know what? I was like, you know what? You need to come on the podcast because we we got to talk about these things. Some people are tripping. Some people are tripping. Everybody's crazy on Twitter. I don't know what's going on. I, listen, here's the thing. <laughs> it took one episode of Lindsay going kind of going off on her boyfriend because I would have fucking had something to say to Carl too and we'll get there Mm -hmm. but like and people are like see there she is unhinged gaslighting did I'm like y'all she got into a fight with her boyfriend like she's it's fine it's not that big of a deal literally everybody just wants to see Lindsay lose they do and it's so funny because like somebody I block a lot of people on TikTok because they don't you don't know how to come in my comment section and I'm like you know what I love to tussle but like I'm not even doing this it's getting to be too much Mm. and people are like you just love Lindsay and I'm like see here's the thing it's not even the fact that like I do I do like Lindsay I Mm -hmm. do like her but is she like my favorite uh no, no not at all not at all. What I appreciate and what I like most about Lindsay is that she does her job. She does it well. And she knows how to move on afterwards. Right. Yeah. And I, I hate that people, I was talking about, or talking to somebody about this today. I hate that people like magnify what she does mm-hmm. because has Lindsay been unhinged? Absolutely. But yes. people act like she has like broken things, harmed people, anything Everything that's actually been broken in Summer House has never happened from Lindsay. Right. The person who's broken the most shit in the Summer House is Amanda. Right. When she called Kyle 39 times, then broke his shit when he didn't answer, which exactly. is crazy. And nobody talked about that. And not you know, only the next day, not only that, she threw that bowl at Hannah. I don't even care. And I don't like Hannah. Mm-hmm. Like, I did. I was, I was on Amanda's side about that, but I'm going to call the spade a spade. Cause I remember when she did it and I was like, girl, why are you throwing things? I was like, and why are you throwing things when she's halfway down the hallway? Right. Right. Like that. And that's my thing. I'm like, and then whatever work is twin that was broke that watermelon. That wasn't Lindsay. And sometimes I think that people I know who hasn't watched the show from mm-hmm. the beginning because that clip, every time they show that watermelon clip, you just see a blonde girl up mm-hmm. there. I think people think that that was Lindsay mm-hmm. and it wasn't. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, you don't know your history. That's not my problem. And right. I know they're filming the reunion right now. They are. They are. I cannot wait to see that. I saw that Gabby Prescott had lost her voice. Um, I saw her story, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. So she was like on, you know, mute basically. So let's hope she's able to, you know, go on the reunion. Cause I love Gabby. I don't know. I love Gabby. I love Gabby. Like such a refreshing addition to the cast. Same with Sam. Same with Sam. Yeah. I love both of them. I think we should recast around both of them. I saw that she lost her voice. I was really nervous because I already don't trust Andy to like address the things between Mm -hmm. her, Sierra and Maya and like, baby, Maya is not coming back next season. Did you see where she is on the couch? 
<laughs> no. She, she is like, they released the seating chart. She is like on the end. Like no, might as well not be on yet. the couch at all. She mm-hmm. is like, she's like Alex last season where he was just not in like five episodes in a row. And we were like, what happened? And she just, she gives nothing. She brings nothing. And this season when she does, she is like such a hypocrite compared to last season. And also she's just like so negative and boring. Like the negativity is what's really killing me from Maya. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, not that she ever showed us like super bubbly, Mm -hmm. but it's very clear that Sierra Page, all of them got to her. And I, I just was, I think I was expecting a little bit more from her Mm -hmm. than to like fall into that trap. I think because like, even when she describes the situation earlier in the season between her, Lindsay and Carl, mm-hmm. I was like, Maya, <laughs> the, I think you need, you need to pump the brakes a little she, bit. She needs therapy like, a little bit because like that need, was, it, not that a big was deal. the most ridiculous thing. And like, I know a lot of people thought that Carl was being cold when they were talking outside. No. And I just thought like, like from what I understood, you know, they had a couple of, you know, nice conversations, a little deep, you know, if you will, conversations last summer. And from what I heard from Carl, he didn't see her before filming. So crying over this is like, it's like, are you're fishing for a storyline? I feel. Well, I think Maya did have a little crush. I think, think that, yes, because I remember last year when she was like, I definitely connected the most with Carl and I was like, connected the most? Because in my mind, and I know that this is a TV show, we're right. not seeing everything. So I completely understand that there may have been things that we didn't see. Mm-hmm. I was just like, connected the most with Carl. That's that's a lot. Okay. Right. And then when he started dating Lindsay, I think that a couple people had more to say because like me and some of my friends joke all the time like Carl is ran through I know everybody loves him I know but he he's ran I was in the streets he really he was. was he him and Danielle were a thing him and Lindsay part, part one right um then Paige, Paige, yep. thing. Paige. Sarah, I think liked him or he was like an option for her at one point mm-hmm the numerous other girls that he's brought into the house mm-hmm. like you know. other blonde girl last season who gave nothing the I forget her name yeah, I don't know I don't mm-hmm. yeah I don't freaking know but yeah like Carl Carl been been around the block okay yeah, yeah. so I think maybe Maya just had like a little crush and then that happened at the same time that him and Lindsay started brewing mm-hmm. and then apparently nobody in this house can wrap their head around the fact that these two are in a relationship so which is had a hard, it, it was it's the most ridiculous thing because they're they're actually very good friends despite their past you know romantic relationships um they're really good friends i mean he went he she was the first person he went to when his brother died you know yeah have met like they're very good friends and have been for, I think she said seven years on Watch What Happened Lives um, two weeks yeah. ago. So not, not only are they very good friends, people like let their judgment and their their just feelings about Lindsay cloud actual facts mm-hmm. because they dated that that one summer of the finger bang, which I never appreciated that Amanda did that. I thought it was so immature and tacky. Mm-hmm. They dated that summer briefly. He screwed it up. But even then she like brought his mom in. He was like, oh my God, this means so much, da, da, da. And then that after he fucked up and he was like, I, I'm not doing this, blah, 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 I can't. She was like, okay. She started dating Stravi. Mm-hmm. And like 
I want to say it was like an episode after that or whatever, when she was like, oh my God, I went on this date with this guy, da da da, and she was really happy. He was feeling a type of way about it. He sure was. The people keep forgetting that. And he was like, things are awkward between me and Lindsay. And like, I think it was the first weekend she ever had Stravi in the house. He dressed up like her and was like, where's the rose? Like he did her impre- his impression of her and like really did try and get her attention, but she had already right. moved on with Stravi. And then like things went away and then they came back around mm-hmm. it was like if you guys don't get the full circle of the love story then just say that okay I know. they just don't want to see it i think they no they don't and i think it's really interesting because it's like they can accept like who carl was and who he is now but they can't do the same for Lindsay. Mm-mm. and nope and i understand like Lindsay has had her tips with a couple of people in the house completely understand she was no saint in her beginning seasons mm-hmm. either but neither was neither were any of them you no know? Um, and so I just really think it's funny. Like they are determined to see her lose, but mm-hmm. at this point it's like, at least me, I can't wait to see her win. Like I can't, I, I can't do anything but root for her, you know, yeah, I, like when a whole yeah. house is against you and like you're, you've made concerted efforts for, mm-hmm. for two. It's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yes. Yeah. I love a character arc. I love like a turning point with anybody. Like I've, n- I've never been a big Kenya Moore person, but mm-hmm. like when she's right, she's right. And right. I love to see growth. And that's why I applaud Lindsay. I always say this season after season for coming back and showing up and doing her job again. Paige got heat last season for acting like the brat that she was behaving like, mm-hmm. okay. Wouldn't even turn her back to her castmate and oh. like, look at her, like talk about a fucking flop. Okay. That's not cute. It's not funny. You brat behavior. That's why you're at the end of the couch this year. Okay. You flopped so hard. And then you come back this year and you can't get into anything with anybody. You can Mm -hmm. just sit in a room with your friend and giggle and be nosy and that you're not getting into any type of putting in any effort. Yeah. Like you may not like how Lindsay does things. She may not be your favorite as in terms of like you agree with her, but you cannot deny that she does her job absolutely she does her job she does it well and I would argue like she is one of the few people who like her storylines like she has given so much to Mm -hmm. this like what about Craig and Paige's relationship like obviously we've seen enough about like Amanda and Kyle's relationship but like Sierra was like I'm going on dates in the city would love to see more of that right like there's so many people on the cast that just like are shitting on Carl and Lindsay but they're the ones showing up and like giving us their whole lives and like they continuously do it every season and I just don't see that the rest of the cast yeah and I, I think it's so confusing when people are like it just doesn't come off as genuine I said okay so here's the thing mm-hmm. everybody when they're in public in front of people they're putting on their best foot for they're putting their best foot forward Okay. Especially couples. They're not, we're not showing up to dinner and being like, we got into a fucking fight yesterday and you guys are all going to hear about it because why we all complain about those couples. We're all like, nobody wants to hear that. Right. We have heard and seen Amanda and Kyle fight the entire time. Cheating rumors, him not coming home, uh, him acting like a fucking child. Mm -hmm. Like they're just trying hard not to allow outside factors in and people, the audience, the housemates are like, oh, it's not genuine. It's not genuine. I don't need to see a couple fight to say that they're genuine. And if I look at a couple that I barely know, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, everybody needs to realize we don't know these people. Mm-hmm. If I look at a couple that I barely know and I say, well, you know what? I don't think you guys are genuine. You would be like, fuck you. What Absolutely. do you know? Exactly. I just like a lot of, and like people's con- like, no, do I love the babe, babe, babe a lot? No, I don't. No. 
but me and my husband, when we're in the house together and we're just like joking around to say, yeah, I would probably cringe if I saw it on camera. Like I, I, I probably would. Yeah. But I, I mean, like they, they're in love, they're happy and yeah. they're arguably in like the honeymoon phase of their relationship. Right. And so if they want to say babe a million times, let them, like, it doesn't hurt anybody at the end of the day, does it, you know? And it is and, away from people. Like when they're having those conversations, like babe, 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 they're not necessarily in front of people. They're in their room. Yeah. They're like, even when she did that, like, yeah, big daddy or whatever, when she was drunk, they were away from people. Absolutely. It wasn't it, like. They're not like, they don't have a lot of um, public displays of affection. I feel like, like audibly at least, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and even when I remember they went to that um that club and they were like she was like straddling him on the side. Yeah. It's not like she was sitting on him like that for the whole night. Like, you know, right. it's like a it was like a one minute thing. And like people played that up. They were like, you know, they were like, oh my God, Lindsay, like did it. it's just they can't win. They're just they're happy. And like obviously, like people just don't want to see them happy. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it was kind of a slow burn also. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I would argue people are like, she's vile. She's this. I'm like, y'all, she's yelled at like her ex-boyfriends who I don't give a fuck about them men. I don't mm-hmm. care about Stravi. Stravi was out of line asking her to go make a sandwich. He sure was. I, I would, excuse you. <laughs> I would have been like, no, I would have been like, absolutely the fuck not. Mm-hmm. Like, and it probably would have led to a bigger fight, but like, I would have been like, absolutely the fuck not. You've got me so fucked up right now. Absolutely. But like, even the arguments between everyone's like, oh, she's not a girl's girl. And like, if you listen to my podcast, you've heard me say this a million times, that whole argument, I know where it stems from with those girls, which is when Paige and Carl were hooking up. Carl is just like talking to Lindsay, telling Lindsay his side in like a random thing. I think she sat down. She was like, what's going on with Paige? Like, have you guys been hanging out? Da, da, da. And mm-hmm. he's like, she doesn't hit me up during the week, da, da, da. He tells his male side of it. And yeah. she's like, okay, well, she's not hitting you up or anything. Like put her on ice. And it was such a throwaway comment, but then mm-hmm. Amanda Page and Hannah were around the corner listening to a conversation that wasn't theirs. Right. Okay. And was like, put it on ice. How dare she say that to me? No, no. She's talking to her guy friend. Right. If this was a guy that you brought in the house that nobody knew and right. she was having that conversation with him, then yeah, it would be like, girl, why would you say that to him? Mm-hmm. She's talking to her friend who she's known longer than you. Right. And she, he's just telling her like, yeah, this girl that I like is not reciprocating. And she was like, okay, well, why don't you just back off a little bit? I would tell one of my guy friends the same exact fucking thing. Exactly. And like knowing Paige and Amanda, they would tell their guy friends the same exact they thing. They absolutely would. Especially because like, you know, one thing I will give, page is that she rides for her friends whether they're right or wrong and she she will ride for them and I just think it's funny because you know when it comes to Lindsay telling Carl that like Lindsay has like her loyalty lies with Carl right and Kyle and Kyle yeah and so like for Paige to think like oh she's not a girl's girl because she told a guy who she's known longer than them mm-hmm. like to put to put her on ice like she would have told her friends to do the same thing so I I agree. I think that was, that was very interesting um, to hear. And also I think like we've always seen Lindsay in um, very good relationships with men, right? Mm -hmm. Most importantly, Kyle and Carl. And so like, I think we can't help to say, or people can't help to say like, oh, well she is, she's, she's not a girl's girl, right? Because we've seen those relationships, those strong relationships with other men. Um, And then 
I forget which season Danielle came on. She wasn't an OG, right? She, I don't think we saw Danielle in the first season. I think we saw her in the second. Yeah. And it was only then that we really started to like explore Mm -hmm. their connection. She came in. Yeah. But she came in as Carl's. Mm-hmm. They she was introduced like the I want to say the caption said like it said Danielle Carl's mm-hmm. ex-girlfriend. Mm, okay. That was like up until like season four. I mm-hmm. remember I'll never forget watching season four live and I was like, oh, I was like, Danielle and Lind Danielle is Lindsay's friend, not Carl's ex. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, okay, like whatever. You know what I mean? But it's just it's just one of those things to me that I was like, okay, Danielle always had her other job, so she wasn't as like involved in That's the it, show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody making the correlation, like Danielle's worried about filming now that she has quit her job and is filming this, or is making this app and wants exposure for wants to make sure she has exposure for the app that's fine that's mm-hmm. totally fine danielle could have cemented her place in this house in a different way absolutely than coming for Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i just think that it's unfortunate i don't think i personally don't think that they're going to find any resolution today what do you think i i don't think so I think, um, I remember when she was, when Lindsay was on watch what happens live with Sam two weeks ago and, and Andy was like, is Danielle invited to the wedding? And she was like, I guess we'll see at the reunion. And I feel like at this point, if she's waiting to figure out where they stand, I, and like Danielle's still holding strong, like in her comments on Instagram, like the stuff that I've been seeing, it's like, she's still holding her ground and I can't, I can't understand. And that's my thing with the extra shit with Danielle. Mm-hmm. We have not seen Lindsay. And, and I think that's where a lot of Lindsay's hurt lies too, mm-hmm. because I am, from what I see of Lindsay, we are similar. It is the public display. I don't mm-hmm. have a problem arguing. My friends, I don't have a problem disagreeing. We are not always going to see eye to eye. My mm-hmm. problem is how you act in those times of disagreeing and like, you know, just like small little tiffs. And mm-hmm. Danielle for me is showing her ass. It is the public display of this shit that you you're just like showing me that you don't give a fuck. You care about you, you, you. I understand that people are calling Danielle jealous and X, Y, Z. And I, at my core, don't think that Danielle is jealous. I don't think it's a jealousy thing. Mm -hmm. But Danielle could not handle a fraction of the hate and the vitriol that people give Lindsay every fucking rumble. And she's fighting for her fucking life. I'm not saying that people aren't getting beside themselves in comment sections because we know how it is. Right. We know how it is. But she is like, and I know a little bit more than other people know. She, it's gone beyond comment sections. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I, like, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's like, like she, and even the comments that you can see, like, it's like, you are you're missing the fact that this is about your friendship with Lindsay. Right. And that's what sucks. Mm -hmm. And I think that to get like into the episode, she, cause I mean like Danielle has, I've seen her, she's like looked at one. I've saw her like, like one of my comments or not like one of my comments, Mm -hmm. like a comment thread that I was on. Mm -hmm. And somebody said something like, not that's where she really get fucks herself yeah she likes comments that are not i'm like you know people can see that right sure can sure can i'm like you you're not being like you know people can fucking see that shit and Mm -hmm. it's like mm -mm. but 
when she had the conversation with Carl, I was like, anybody in their right mind who thinks that resolution was found here is just, you're, I'm sorry, in Danielle's words, you're crazy pants. Okay. <laughs> I hate that phrase. So do I. So do I. But you're crazy pants. There was no resolution because right. Carl didn't press her. She said the exact same thing she'd been saying to Lindsay. Mm-hmm. But my thing is why, Danielle? And again, like I said on TikTok, my question would have been to her, like, when she says, like, why does it have to be the four of us? Why can't it just be the Trace Amigos? Okay, what does it look like us, me and Lindsay hanging out now that we're a couple with you? Right. Because you want us to not act like a couple. That's I think that's a valid fucking question. And I would love yeah. to hear her answer to it because I yeah. feel like she would still have an issue with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a big deal to ask your friends who are now couples, mm-hmm. uh, now a couple, not to act like a couple around you to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, there are so many things that I think she needs to work out on her own because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not clicking for me. Why? Like she had already addressed like, okay, I need Dan. I mean, I need Lindsay to check in on me more. Right. Mm-hmm. Fine. That's the friendship portion. But then this other portion of, you know, saying she thinks they're moving too fast and the relationship and stuff like that's fine. You can have an opinion, but like, they don't have to take your opinion into account. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she keeps on like beating that horse. portion of the mm-hmm. issue, like a dead horse is, mm-hmm. is insane because at some point you got to just like let people, you know, fail on their own if they do. Right. Like yeah. when, when you're in something, you're not listening to other people. At least I know I I'm not right. No, it, get, it, Yeah. Get, we'll get there on their own. And I think that like, like I can say to my husband, like I want, and this is an analogy. My husband does not have holes in his underwear, but like, I can tell him, I want you to stop wearing those underwear with the holes in it. Mm-hmm. And he can be like, oh, and oh, he won't stop wearing it. He'll be like, what is your, what's your goal here? I'm like, I just want you to listen to me. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, okay, well, I heard you mm-hmm. I like these underwear. And then I'm gonna be like, okay, because at the, that's you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things. And I, I get everybody's point of like, a good friend with this, a good friend with that. I'm like, I think we all need to come to the conclusion that we all find good friend qualities different. Right. Was it your, on Twitter, somebody replied to your tweet and was like, I think it's also that Lindsay probably doesn't want to bring certain stuff up on camera with Danielle, like out of like loyalty to her. I never thought about that before. And like, it's been in my mind since. That's exactly what I had commented back. I was like, I never thought thought of it from this perspective. And- if so, that makes so much more sense because I feel like she's being a loyal friend to Danielle by not bringing up stuff on camera that she might not want to share, right? Mm-hmm. And if she wanted to share it, I feel, and was looking for a storyline, I feel like she probably would have shared it herself in the first place, right? Right. Um. So that was such a great perspective and something that I was like, Lindsay, Lindsay's, Lindsay, she's, yeah, she, she knows. And I think, Obviously, like Lindsay's um, a publicist. She's been in PR. I I worked in PR early in my career. And like, I think Lindsay really does toe the line with, mm-hmm. you know, the PR of it all. And like, obviously, like, you know, the publicity for herself and for the show and whatnot. But also there's, I feel like lines she doesn't cross for mm-hmm. the people that she loves. There is. And I- yeah. You, I heard a podcast of somebody was interviewing a producer. It wasn't necessarily a producer of Summer House, I don't mm-hmm. think, but they were just a producer and they were like, Lindsay, I don't think Lindsay's hard to work with and not in the sense of like, she's rude or anything like that, 
but the fact that of like she's almost too smart because mm-hmm. of her public like her PR background yeah. because a producer will be like can you go do xyz essentially being messy trying to mm-hmm. get the scene and she'll be like I'm not doing that because it's going to make me look xyz and then she'll go do something else which still gets you a scene but it's just like Mm, that's mm-hmm. not to me that's not a bad hard to work with because she keeps getting invited back summer after summer right like you she's doing I mean? her job or else she, she would is she is and like but that when I heard that clip paired with like what the person said when they um replied to your tweet I was like yo like that and I think that's why everybody gets so mad at Lindsay also is because they can't Every year they think they have a smoking gun with her. They think they can get her. They think they can get her. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, whoops, nope, can't do it. Oh, you were close. And I, I can see where that can be frustrating, but also just like, if I really think somebody shows their ass like that, I'm just gonna, I'm going to wait for them to do it, you know? And if they don't, then whatever, I'm going to move the fuck on. But I do think that there's an aspect that we're missing. And I think another thing is, Danielle said, like, Lindsay finally let out a little bit of what it was. I, Danielle, or she said, you're not in the city, Danielle. And Danielle's like, why does it matter if I'm in the city? I started putting, uh, this is an episode where I started really putting everything together. Mm-hmm. I said, not only is it that Danielle's not in the city, she, I remember that last, the winter before last, not only was she not in the city, she was in flying to Aspen, Aspen every yeah. other week for, for chunks at a time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that, and that's this, uh, when Lindsay and Carl started dating. Yeah. that That's when Lindsay and Carl started dating. So it really is like what I saw when I, when Lindsay said that, I, it's like, okay, girl, not only are you not in the city and you're not in the Hamptons, I don't right. know what fucking coast you're on. Right. And I'm starting another relationship and you're out here with your boyfriend. They are two best friends mm-hmm. that for once in their lives are both in seemingly happy relationships. Because I think at that point, Dan- I don't think Danielle and uh, Robert were having any problems yet that we know of, you know what right. I mean? Um, Cause I remember him coming to her defense a lot in those comment sections after um, Sierra threw that glass at her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is just two best friends that were operating, like both wrapped up in their relationships. And then when Danielle's started seeming like troubled waters and she probably didn't either realize it yet or want to voice it out loud yet, Mm -hmm. you immediately started like zeroing in on Lindsay. I was like, why aren't you around? Why aren't you this? Why aren't you that? And Lindsay's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We didn't get here on our own. Like I didn't bring us to this place by myself. Right, right. And- no, go ahead. You know, I I think that, you know, like I said on Twitter, like Danielle's feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't like if you if something's going on in your friendship or relationship, like sometimes it is on you to mm-hmm. tell that person, hey, I'm struggling and I really need to talk to you or hey, I'm struggling and I wish you were here for me during this time. But I also understand that you just got into a relationship. You just got a new house, X, Y and Z. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you know, your friends are not always going to be thinking about like what you need because they have their own stuff going on. And Mm -hmm. I wish Danielle communicated better with that. Like, I think Danielle needs to take some onus on. She definitely does. Because it's just like, well, yeah, like, you know, she's in Montauk and like Lindsay's in Manhattan. So they're not seeing each other, but also like she was in Aspen, Colorado for a good chunk of the winter. And so, you know, and I, I want to say that I saw 
um, Instagram posts of like Lindsay and Carl and like Danielle and Rob in Aspen. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to talk about like, you know, Lindsay being there when her friend is halfway across the country, like I, she's done that, you know? I also think that they, and somebody said this in my TikTok, like they were too codependent. And I said this earlier, like when Danielle had that visceral reaction of like, you don't want to come out to Montauk and drink with me. I think Danielle wants to tell Lindsay, she has something she wants to tell her, which is I think her unhappiness or her, not unhappiness, but her fear about her relationship Mm -hmm. with Robert. Mm -hmm. But she's not taking the time. She's not just getting right out and saying like, I'm scared. I think she wants to do what her and Lindsay used to do and have the the things that have like worked for them in the past, which is going out and getting drunk, having a blast, coming home, laying in bed together and eating snacks. And then Mm -hmm. being like, girl, I think something's like going on with me and Robert. She wants to tell her like that with some liquid courage after like a night out, instead Mm -hmm. of just like texting her, like, Hey, can I call you really quick? Right. Like, Hey, can I, because I think that like, if, if Danielle were to like show up to the reunion with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of gray text messages, unanswered texts from Lindsay, then I would be like, damn girl, like you couldn't text her back. Right. Like, I, if she had like a call log and she like, I have tried to reach out to her and she just doesn't ever yeah. answer me. Yeah. And Lindsay's like, no, I cannot say anything because Lord knows my friend called me last night. We were eating dinner and it was three hours later. And I was like, <laughs> and I like, she was like, no, I'm busy now. Like so in a joking way, but mm-hmm. she was like, no, I'm at, she was like, I'm at trivia and I'll have to call you later. And I was like, okay, like I'm known to forget that we can get over. It's just so blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. And then the fact of like, we are going now going to other people and somebody like in my DMs earlier was like, they're both wrong. It's so common to talk to other friends in the friend group about what's going on. I said, she's not talking. I said, Danielle's not talking to other friends in the friend group about what's going on first and fucking foremost. Secondly, Mm -hmm. there is a line about from talking to other people in the friend group and being like, this is how I'm feeling. What do you guys think? And then like, you need to talk to one another. Then y'all continuously to talk because now instead of having a beef with one friend, I have a beef with all a couple because it's not constructive. Y'all don't care about me. Right. You care about talking shit about me. Exactly. And that's what I don't fuck with. Exactly. And you know, what's so funny because Danielle, I feel like is feigning ignorance. I saw in the comment section um, and I forget where I saw it, if it was a screenshot or something, but she had responded to somebody else in the comments on Instagram and said, um, to my knowledge at that time, like, the girls and Lindsay were good on good terms. And I'm just like, as a best friend, it doesn't matter if you're on good terms. Now, you know, the shit that Lindsay and these girls have gone through, you know, the stuff they've said and for her to just say like, Oh, well, I thought they were good. So it's fine that I was, you know, talking to them is ridiculous. Well, yeah, no. And Lynn, like Lindsay said on, was it on watch what happens live? I think. Yeah, when she, like, no, it, it was something were, else. Are you talking about how she was like, I thought I was okay with like Sierra. Sierra, yeah. And then she watched Watch What Happens Lives like three three weeks ago when she was like, I, I guess we're not, you know? Yeah, she's like, ever she's like, I literally thought me and Sierra were just fine. Like, she was like, I had a great summer with her. And that shows too. Like, there have been times like in the background, someone else is one of those shows where you really have to watch the background really of like do. who's talking to each other and everything like that. You do see Paige and Lindsay, Sierra and Lindsay, like 
hanging out, making out, laughing, like all mm-hmm. of these things. And then when it comes to watch what happens live, when it comes to blah, blah, but the thing that drives me crazy is they'll be like, well, she's so self-involved. No Paige, you literally sent her a text at the end of last or at the beginning of the season, the show filming and said, any problem I've never had with you. And no one ever clocks Paige for being fake as fuck. Okay. Because how the fuck do you talk to her, stand in that lady's face at the end of last season and be like, Hey, came up to you, came up to Lindsay. She didn't come up to you and said, oh my God, I just want us to be happy. Like we are kind of in the same position between caught in between two guys. And like, you know, no matter what happens, I just want, it's about like us and us being happy and da, 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 da. To get to the reunion and you're, you won't even turn around and look at her and you cannot provide us with a reason why. You- she, just hate, she hates her. She hates her guts. And I don't know, I don't know what it has to do with because it's clear like obviously like Paige has her has her own opportunities with like Amazon live and that kind of stuff and like but Lindsay I I, I think she like Lindsay's doing very well for herself right mm-hmm. as we can see with her $13,000 apartment with Carl which I think is interesting that Paige brought up um especially because Paige I'm pretty sure like I think she gets like a percentage off or her her apartment might be paid for by like, I think she lives in the Hollandsworth in, mm-hmm. in city. Um, Cause she was posting so much, so many posts like about, about the apartment. Regardless, yeah. I think, I think it's, I think it's very interesting because like, mm-hmm. I don't know what Paige's issue is necessarily. Cause it seems like Paige and Lindsay are the same in that like, if they have an issue, they'll talk about it and they can move on. But I feel like there's this recurring thing with Paige where she really cannot move on from from things I, I don't I think Paige takes on her friends issues and like fine but then like let's get into your friends issues Amanda right. if you're still not over Lindsay talking about Kyle cheating mm-hmm. Kyle cheated on you okay I if Kyle it's hadn't fast, cheated on you right? if Kyle hadn't cheated on you you wouldn't have anything to talk about exactly you would have there would be no no fire okay there mm-hmm. but he did all right. You're, you've gotten over the actual cheating, but you, and married this man, but you're not over the fact that Lindsay brought it up. You're right. mad about getting cropped out of a picture, crop her out of a picture, get your lick back. I don't care what it is. Like, these are such minuscule things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Paige, are you mad about the Carl thing? Are you mad about for your friend, Sierra? Let's talk about Sierra and Austin really quickly. That I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. What Lindsay said last year was accurate. I didn't kiss me. I didn't walk up to me and kiss. And when Sierra started dating Austin in front of Lindsay's face, she was not like, and I, I'm using that term dating so fucking lightly because so we're fucking real. Yeah. I cannot believe we're still talking about Austin. Like whenever Sierra's like, I just got done dating an idiot. I'm like, did you date him though? No. I wouldn't <laughs> claim him. I wouldn't claim that. Okay. Yeah. But like, she didn't care after she knew that Lindsay and Austin had hooked up. Right. And when Lindsay came into that house, like with expectations, because Austin had been texting her ex- um, certain expectations, getting her hopes up. And then she was like, well, like if you and Lindsay have this thing, you want to talk about girls, girl, Sierra didn't talk to Lindsay about that. She talked to Austin about it because she knew she was going to get the answer she wanted. She never mm-hmm. gave a fuck about Lindsay. Mm-hmm. She would kiss Austin in front of her, whatever. Lindsay moved on. Then when Austin comes back in the house, and kisses Lindsay. It's a problem. You you guys are even now. Right, right. And so what if Lindsay had some malice intent with that kiss? 
to get back at her for what she did in Vermont. Like you're they're even. I agree. But I don't oh, I don't think that Sierra, I think Sierra liked Austin. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I think that it fed the flame mm-hmm. that she took him from somebody else, namely Lindsay. Yes. Yes. Namely a blonde hair white girl. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Sierra liked that she took from him because from what I understand where she grew up, like I think Sierra is used to being a rarity. She is definitely used to being the token black girl, I think. Which... I mean, I'd, I I, don't, I get that vibe from her mm-hmm. and I don't care. She's fucking gorgeous, but like, Absolutely. Yeah. And it pay, but it pains me. The thing that pains me about Sierra is her attitude. And I hate to ever like it. She's it really... such a, she's such a gorgeous girl. Like I will never like, mm. I will give credit where credit's due. Sierra is gorgeous. I'm happy she's a model. Like Mm -hmm. she deserves to be, but her personality and her attitude just bring her down so many levels. Like every time, watch what happens live. Like three weeks ago, I was just like her page. I was like, what is wrong with y'all? You know, I, I would love to see her come out of Paige's shadow. I would love to see what, who she is on her own without the crutch of Paige and Amanda. That we are seeing who Sierra is. I think think that she, yeah, I think she's got pretty girl syndrome. She's never had to have like, oh, a (laughs) person. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but like, if I looked like Sierra, I don't know if I'd have that much of a personality either because I'll be riding them looks all fucking day. I really would, but like my, and it's, I don't even care. Like Sierra kind of has like, strikes me as like an it girl attitude. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like unfriendly black hottie attitude, right? Love that for her. My thing is that the attitude of it, the like, right. So I don't care. Like, like how more, and my thing, my thing when I'm really starting with Sierra is with it, when it comes to Gabby this year, like, obviously I hope that I really do hope that they find resolution and everything. It's just like that, like there's just a judgment there that, and I'm just like, I hate it. I really hate it. Me too. Me too. Because like I don't, I've the amount of times in my life that somebody has been like your attitude, your attitude. I'm like, bitch, I don't have a fucking attitude. <laughs> but it's just, you know what I mean. Or it's mis, miscon, it's a uh, misconstrued for an attitude. Right. But I'm just like, Sierra, girl, what is going on? I, like, I, I do not know, and I, and I wonder if going back to that, what you had said earlier about like the pretty girl syndrome and like where. Sierra grew up and I'm not too familiar but I've seen like things on Twitter and whatnot but I think it's interesting too because like then her and Gabby became I mean sorry her and Maya became very close and I wonder why they're so much closer and they're not kind of bringing Gabby in and like because Maya had to go to Sierra Mm, that's true yeah that's that's why if Maya had never gone to Sierra and said what she said about being black in the house. Right, and right, right. Like if if she if Maya was not like, I need to talk to you because I'm having these feelings. And pretty much what she said was like, as the other black woman in the house, I'm gonna talk to you because I would have done the same thing. Right. I've been like, hey girl, um, real quick, <laughs> that's how things work around here. Right. Like you've been here longer than I have. Right. And I think Sierra is smart enough to know, like, oh shit, like this is I maybe she didn't realize how it was coming off. I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. But she, you know, she had that talk with her. But at the end of the day, Maya came to Sierra and I think Maya continues to come to Sierra and that that's yeah. how they, that was the the foundation of their of friendship. Their friendship, yeah, yeah. That's a good and point. I think that they were expecting 
Gabby, Gabby to come to them. Line. Yeah. And, and when like, she Maya came to Sierra in a moment of weakness, like in a moment of like, I, I'm having a hard time. Gabby doesn't have a hard time fitting in. Right. She's just there. And that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't, that like, she doesn't need to come to y'all. That's my whole issue with that circle. If Maya had never would have come to Sierra in that moment of like, you know, feeling left out and othered, would they be as close? Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't care how anybody's friendship builds, but if I can only build a friendship with you over you seeing that I am vulnerable and feeling mm-hmm. like I'm in a lesser position of you, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I well, don't. That's a, that's a fantastic point. Um, and I never, I never thought of it from that perspective of it was Maya going to Sierra. Um, that's what I noticed immediately when it, like, once we introduced Gabby in and we started to see the dynamics, I was like, cause I was like, it was racking my brain. I was like, what's going on here? Then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Maya went to Sierra. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a fantastic point. And I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Obviously they went shopping this past, um, Monday's episode mm-hmm. and, things looked, things looked good, but yeah, Gabby can hold her own. And it's like, she, she'll, she'll be fine with or without them. Yeah. I think, I think Gabby's fine. I, I, I want them to, I want them to recast, like recast, rebuild the structure oh. of summer house from Gabby and um, Sam's yeah. lens, because we do need to get back to the city. We completely lost this, a lot of city scenes when COVID happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we really did. Like, I realized that when we've been seeing more of them in the city, these past couple episodes, I'm like, well, where did we lose that? I'm like, well, that COVID year, because yeah. like that summer house and Roni were the last two shows to like begin filming after COVID because of the New York aspect of it all. Right, right. You know, that last season of Roni, we spent a lot of it in the Hamptons. Yeah. Why? Because COVID in New York, yeah. you know what I mean? So we need to get back to the the kids that are on the grind, work hard, play hard, mm-hmm. like Sam said. I need to see, I started re-watching old episodes of Sex and the City. <laughs> and like, I just see Gabby as like a, like a Carrie Bradshaw in her own right. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, I need to see Gabby in the city like doing her thing. Yes. I, I will tell you, I, so I started, I followed Sam. I was following Sam before she was ever casted actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I, she, so she's two years younger than me. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. And, um, she went to Elon university and I have some friends, like we actually have like some mutuals, mm-hmm. um, like on Instagram, like not that yeah. old now, but, um, yeah. So I remember like her popping up on my page and it was because she has this like boutique, this clothing boutique. I think she's shying away from it now because she's much more busy with this mm-hmm. and she has her own like agency. But anyway, so I started following Sam pre summer house and I have been for like about four or five years now at this point. Um, and then Gabby was the only other person I've been watching the show for years. Gabby mm-hmm. was the the other person that I've followed on Instagram whose life that I actually care about. That's the thing. Like none of these other girls or guys could sell me anything. Right. Like, I am not buying what they're selling. I don't mm-hmm. care. I, I don't like, Yeah. I will, I would take Gabby's advice on fashion. Same with Sam. I think she has some cute looks. I think she, you know, like, I feel like they have like what they say I'm tuning in for basically. I, show. I, no, I agree too. So I am the opposite. I knew who, I knew who, um, Gabby was because of Danielle, mm-hmm. because I followed Danielle's career from like, right, like when she started writing, 
Mm-hmm. She had to do like a couple articles. And then I remember when she came out with that book with Token mm-hmm. Black Girl, um, I read it. Like I, th- I bought it like the week it came out. Really? And then, uh, yeah. And like through that, I, li- I used to listen to her and Gabby's podcast. Okay. Yeah. I've so, never heard of them mm-hmm. before this show. Yeah. So, so I, I knew of them through that. And I knew when they announced it, it was, well, I also remember when people were taking the video of uh, Lindsay and uh, Carl getting, not getting engaged, but the after party. Mm-hmm. That little video where somebody like snuck and got everybody walking in. And everybody was like, oh my God, Danielle and Sierra are, are linked arms, da, 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 da. And I was like, I remember slowing it down because that was a bunch of white people saying that. And I was like, that's not Sierra. Right. And like, I was like, cause it happened fast. Everybody's walking in. I was like, that's not Sierra at all. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And, and it kept bothering me. And then finally somebody else said it. Cause I was like, I'm not even about to tell these people that that's not Sierra. <laughs> and somebody else was like, Hey, that's not Sierra. That's a new girl. Like we're getting new people. When they announced, I was like, Oh my God, Gabby Prescott. Yeah. I was like, Oh my, like I was so fucking happy. I love her and Sam. Like I, like you said, I'd be interested. I just feel like I would see, I never got that. Cause I used to be a, a fan of Amanda. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Amanda with me, I think us as the audience need to take some Onness there mm-hmm. with her I think we are part of the reason that she feels like she is so mm-hmm. like can act the way she acts now because like when Hannah started tripping we really we, we rode hard we What's rode hard next? for like, yeah yeah did not let up with Hannah no we put for, and we put Amanda. all of our eggs in that Botula hoop basket <laughs> and <laughs> then when Hannah got up out of there and like things started to start to see things. I was like, mm. and I've, I've been saying that all season two. I said, this is a lot of the audience fault because Amanda is another person that's very tuned in to online, but she saying. doesn't, she's not in comment section. She's yeah. not, no, she's, she's strategic about it, but she, she ab- is online. She sees. Yeah. She absolutely does. Like, I know she's on Reddit. I know she's on Twitter and the comments. Do more. Do Oh my gosh. I don't even follow Dumois, but I brought up that on Watch What Happens Live with the the blind item about Kyle cheating. She she seemed to know. I just, exactly what I don't was. think Lindsay sent that shit in. Like that, I would literally, it was such a fucking broad spectrum of like, there was nothing. It was like, so-and-so's cheating. They were trying to say he was cheating with Sam. That was right after Scandal broke. Like everybody's looking for the next cheating scandal in Bravo. And I'm like, you guys need to calm the fuck down. Right, right. Like you need to calm the fuck down. Now I will say somebody was in my DMs and was like, oh, I live in the same building as them or lived in the, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. And he's out all the time. And I was like, I don't care. I was, I, I was like, I don't care. I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm like, you need to message that to Dumois. I don't care. Right. I don't think there's any base and merit to it. And like, they live together. So if he's out all the time, she obviously knows about it. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. care. I'm not, I'm not trying to break anybody's scandal. That's why I say all the time. I'm like, oh. don't, don't, please don't be spending, sending those blind items to me. I guess people have been DMing me on Twitter recently. And I'm just like, guys, I, I set my two hours for this every Monday. And that's where I, that's where I start and end. Yeah. Twitter is such a lawless place. Like I just, I, sometimes I'm like, do you know how many people I've had to block? Like people, like somebody was in my DMs yelling. They're like, Lindsay is a narcissist. I said, what? I, I couldn't help it. I said, what? 
what degrees do you have that give you the authority to diagnose her with that besides Google? Right. Okay. I cannot hear the term gaslight anymore. I can't hear your list. I know because like, I'm like everybody that has a rebuttal and an argument that, that you don't like, that's not gaslighting. Right. 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 It's just like having, sometimes it's just having sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't take it anymore, but we will see. I don't, I mean, next week they're proposing and I'm like, what, how much, I feel like it's going to be a to be continued kind of thing. Like, I feel like we're going to kind of get to the point of the beach scene and whatnot. And then it's going to be like next week on summer house. So I'm interested to see. However, the preview for next week, um, when Maya's like, I think it's happening next weekend and Danielle storms off. I've been here in two fucking weeks. What are you, what the, the chokehold their relationship has on Maya. I will never understand. It's weird. It is very weird. And like, I don't know, like she's so down about it. And for somebody who like felt so close to Carl and connected to Carl, even if you don't like Lindsay or if you had beef with her, like you'd still feel happy for Carl. That's the thing too with everybody. I feel like everybody loves Carl. Everybody's tried to get with him or dated him at one point or another. And you guys are rooting for him. But like, if you were rooting for him, truly, right. you would root for his happiness, right? Exactly. Exactly. And like, not only that, even like the, the talk of like, oh, Carl went to the hospital this morning. Do you think he's getting cold feet? That is the stupidest fucking thing. Do you know that's so insulting? Like, oh, he's got cold feet about proposing to this girl so bad. He went to the hospital. I would never, I would never fucking talk to any of those people again. I'm not kidding. Like I would, I would, I I don't know. I think Lindsay's been doing good about keeping her cool. I think, especially Absolutely. like where we've seen her, I would be going into the fucking reunion guns a blazing. I get to a point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I will give you the fucking show of your lifetime. And if you think that you're going to prove a point and you're going to leave unscathed with me, yeah. you're not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking torture ass the way you wanted me. You asked for this. Remember right. that. Be And I'm going to hit you with that everything and that's the thing too like Lindsay, like i know people try to come to even um andy said it he was like you're intense like and i'm like no i think she's just speaking with authority on what she knows like is true and is not and she's communicating it and like i feel like people get so flustered around Lindsay, and Mm -hmm. and they don't want to take onus on the fact that they're flustered in her presence when she's holding her own period and it's just like, can Lindsay be intense? Absolutely. Yeah. Has she even been remotely as activated as she could be in the last season? Not at all. No. Not at all. And no. so I think people need to stop projecting on their, you know, like inadequacy to like communicate in a thoughtful mm-hmm. and, you know, in a thoughtful way to Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you're going to go after Lindsay, have the facts. Like she asked one question and Danielle crumbled and walked away. You know, that might've been editing, but still. No, like, I think Danielle did. She asked like a couple questions and Danielle still couldn't. I was like, you need answer. to give me a direct answer because like, I say this all the time. One thing about me, you're not going to come to me and talk to me about me. And then I'm going to ask you like, well, where did we, like, I have a friend that she's like, well, you need to remember your tone. And I'm like, my, where my tone may be direct and deemed aggressive. You need to remember your tone is condescending. 
Right. And that doesn't, while aggressiveness does not fare well with you, that condescending shit doesn't fare well with me. Absolutely. Like that passive shit does not fare well with me at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, because I'm just like, if you have something to say, then like, you can say it. You don't even have to be like a sharpshooter like I am. Mm-hmm. You just need to say what it is and not like try and go out of your make, way to make me feel like an idiot or others for that matter. Right. And I feel like, I feel like another thing that's not being said here is that like, Danielle is, I think we saw this week with that bond, like that bonfire conversation, mm-hmm. Lindsay is trying, or even, and even with the conversation with Carl, Lindsay's mad because she's like, bro, you hear me at home. Talk about this shit mm-hmm. all the time and about how filming, how it's going to look like I'm the fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And you sit down with Danielle and all you have to come back to me with is, yeah no she said she's not like mad about anything like no she's already said that carl right you missed the whole point and somebody was like oh she's just mad that carl didn't cuss danielle out i said i don't think that she's mad about that at all Mm -hmm. i said i don't think she's mad about that at all it's the whole of like these people always everything is Lindsay's fault everything is Lindsay's fault so now you sat down with danielle y'all like had such an amazing conversation and it's going to look like Lindsay's the problem. All right. Right. Like, I don't expect Carl to have the depth because man, man like, yeah. you know what I mean? But it was just like, dude, you didn't ask a follow-up question. Nope. You nope. didn't even like, because like she said, I don't have a problem with y'all's relationship at all. And he was like, well, I'm about to propose screams into pillow. <laughs> I, oh my god! I would I would have been like I'm sorry Daniel didn't you just say you don't have a problem with our relationship Jeez. well you're moving too fast okay but we don't think so and again that's a problem you have with our relationship to the point where you need to scream into a pillow I mean it's just it's incensing it's incensing I, I also think that a little bit of Danielle is probably starting to realize I I don't know I would hope because mm-hmm. I had a falling out with a friend during my wedding actually asked her to not be in my wedding that she and she was supposed to be in it I think there is like a like oh my god I am missing this all Mm -hmm. of this because of this but there's no like like you said there's no ownness but Mm -hmm. I think the fact that she is still miss she's missing a lot of the these things these big events Mm -hmm. with Lindsay and she's still like but it's not my fault because she could pick up her phone right and it's like Danielle. Danielle is so focused on being right in this. That She's she, Capricorn. Yeah. She doesn't. Do you want to talk about star signs for a second? Because her and Sierra are both Capricorns. And I, I somebody sent me. Okay. So I, this is why I say that I would not be surprised if Lindsay and Danielle don't find any resolution. Mm-hmm. Lindsay is a Leo. Yeah. Scorpio Aries. Danielle is a Capricorn Gemini Taurus. Yeah. Lots that of Taurus, fire, lots of earth. That Taurus in Danielle and that Capricorn are what's making her not be able to let this shit go. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and like I'm an Aries. My mom is a Gemini. I have two, my mom and my best friend are Gemini. And then two of my other best friends are Tauruses. Mm. When I say arguments, I can go round and round. I'm an Aries double Aquarius. So like you literally better just come to me with like the facts and like reasoning. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I feel like Taurus are just like stubborn for fun. 
Okay. I'm a Taurus. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> like you and you're right. Fun. You're right. I think like an unevolved Taurus or a Taurus who just doesn't give a shit, they will be stubborn for funsies, yeah. right? Right. But um, yeah, no, we can we can be stubborn. And the, but that Capricorn, like I'm like and like my but I have a best friend that's Capricorn too, and like I sometimes I'm like, bitch, that's not how th- that I don't think that's what you think it is but okay <laughs> i will i'll be like they like their like mind is running 24 7 they are always working or they're always overthinking yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot and the conspiracy um, like the like she'll be like how do you feel about this and i'll be like oh, i don't know if i know i don't care she'll be like mm, nah see that ain't right because xyz and i'm like okay well so you feel something about it not me <laughs> like i'm like for me that's not a big deal she's like mm, i'm telling you right now why that's not right i'm like okay then why don't you start with that <laughs> Do we have the same Capricorn friend? Because same. I'm just like, okay, like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Like, I, I don't know what to, to tell you. <laughs> I just, oh. that's why I just wouldn't be surprised if they didn't find any resolution because like Danielle is going to be stuck in like why she sees the things that she mm-hmm. sees being valid. Mm-hmm. And then Lindsay, Lindsay is a reasoning person. Yeah. And then that- Leo, I feel like she's very, you know, based in facts and uh like when she was like stravi made me a powerpoint presentation <laughs> and she like i was like period like yeah communicate with her you know oh yeah I and wish like they did a little writing on the board okay what's the issue mm-hmm. this, this this is that because like even I then would, i would love my husband's a libra i would love nothing more than mm-hmm. if we could write on a board like this is where we started because like most of the time we fight like he'll say something I'm like no 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 you need to walk it back because this isn't where that's not where we are it's like how started from here to there yeah and I love to problem solve so I'm like no like you need to walk this back because this doesn't and he it drives him crazy because like and he's like it's like you get power out of it I know I'm like no I do because like I walked it back Uh I'm like you said this you started Mm -hmm. here and then you went here and then you went here, you went here. And he's always just like dead quiet. He's like, never mind. Exactly. I'm like, but no, I'm like, am I wrong? I'm like, did I miss a step? Please tell and me. You're not wrong. He and thinks I'm being wrong. an asshole. He'll be like, you're be-. I'm like, no, I'm not. I really am just like trying to show you the ebb and flow of this, how like mm-hmm. we didn't need to get here. My sister's a Libra too. Both two of my sisters are Libras. My my mom and my sister are Tauruses. My dad's a Virgo. My brother is an Aries. A male Aries? No, I don't Uh, fuck with them. It's like, honestly, I love my brother. He is, he's actually pretty chill. He is set in a few ways, but he's, he's pretty chill. I will say I do. I I do appreciate him now in my older age. I literally, okay. Well, I dated another Aries and it Uh, was, but that's, you're too Aries. Awful. He would like, we, we could be here for a whole nother, like, but I mean, I shouldn't say I don't like male Aries because I do. I just don't like him. (laughs) Okay. and there was one other there was one other male, male Aries that my friend dated and they, they were two extremes like two extreme cases, right. like right. that I like very bad mm-hmm. but I your family ooh, it's a lot your it's dad's a, a Virgo daddy male, issues let me tell male you Virgos scare me they yeah and it's funny because Virgos and Capricorns I would say for me Capricorns are most like are like most compatible with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did briefly date a Virgo and it was like, I'm, am I dating my father? I can't. Um, yeah. But 
Virgos. Yeah, my dad's a Virgo. It's a lot. It's actually not a lot. He he's give me nothing. He's giving me Maya basically. Yeah, no, my dad. So my funny thing is my dad's an Aquarius mm-hmm. and my mom's a Gemini. And like the thing that like I hate the most is that I am I'm similar to my dad in like a lot of ways to where like, please just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But the thing about my dad is like, I'm not going to start a family and then, then be like, bye guys. I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> so like, we have a difference there. You know what I mean? But yeah. I just like, and it's funny because I did my mom's, my mom's chart isn't um, super accurate because we don't know the time of her birth mm, okay. because black woman born in St. Louis in 1961 yeah so they they didn't care like Mm -hmm. it was just like oh yeah whatever um and then my like so we did my mine and my brothers those are accurate me my mom and my brother me and my brother are definitely both rising aquariuses Mm -hmm. and we're pretty sure my my grandma gave us a like a roundabout like time of the day when my mom was born Mm -hmm. um and from what we can see like i put in the it let me put in the time frame Mm -hmm. mom is probably a rising aquarius as well (laughs) Oh, many Aquariuses. How do you guys cope? Oh, see, this is a thing with my family. Like we, and my, both my parents were in the military. Like Mm. we did not shy away from arguments, but you did have to bring the facts. Facts, Yeah. Like, but my brother's a Scorpio. Mm. So he's not good with emotional. It's his feelings. Yeah. And I, me and water signs, I love cancers, but like, (laughs) You know what I mean? But like my thing with Scorpios that I hate the most is like when they start arguing and they realize that they're just like not gonna, things aren't gonna go their way. They just like either say anything or they're like, guess what? I don't care because it doesn't matter. So shut up. (laughs) And I'm like, I like had a falling out with a Scorpio friend and like she was like trying to argue hard. And then all of a sudden when I like broke it down for her, and then our other friend broke it down for her. She was like, well, at the end of the day, I'm not going to argue with you all day. Like, I don't care if I'm right or wrong. I'll just, I said, no, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. You're fucking, they, <laughs> nobody like, fucking, fucking says wrong, that. And here said, are the you've receipts. Been, you've been arguing with me for the past two hours. Mm-hmm. And now you want to get to the point where when I finally broke it down for you, because I am an asshole, I mm-hmm. care so much about facts. Do not ever text me and get into an argument and be like, I didn't say that because I'll scroll up and yep. I'll screenshot it and I circle it. I've done that to so many people. It drives them crazy, but As you you're mad at yourself. You're mad at yourself. You said it. I just knew where mm-hmm. to find it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're, she was like, I don't care if, if I'm right or wrong. No, you're wrong. That's what you're saying. <laughs> like so bad that you're wrong, basically. Yeah. yeah. And that's not like, if I'm wrong, I'm not going to be, I will not come at you with this energy. Oh, I will right. literally be like, you know, that wasn't my intent. <laughs> um, or I won't say anything. Mm-hmm. like I really won't if I if I'm not confident that I'm right about something if it's a right or wrong situation I just won't say anything right. and then when it comes to people's feelings I know that I have the mouth and the thought process that I have so I really will just be like mm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be, I'll let you sit in that um but don't keep messing with me okay but Emma please please tell the people where they can find you it was so nice to have you Thank you so much for having me. You can find me at Emma Yamba on Twitter and on Instagram, E-M-M-A-O-Y-O-M-B-A. But yeah, this was so fun. Such a pleasure to go from Twitter and TikTok to now. Yes. What other shows do you watch? I, so I like Summer House was like my gateway 
mm-hmm. show into Bravo, even though I, I was an early watcher of like some of the Real Housewives, like Atlanta, uh, New York and like Potomac. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched Southern Charm. I watched um, Southern oh, Hospitality, which was pretty good. Yeah. This first season of Southern Hospitality was really good. I watched that. I can't watch Southern Charm. I, why don't you like Southern Charm? Is it, is it just, it's been, it's been a long time. I never really got into it. And then like during quarantine, I was like, but I always knew the players. Like I would watch random episodes here and there. And I was mm-hmm. like, mm, okay. And then during quarantine, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And I was like, oh, this is what we're doing over here? No, babe. So like, I was like, nah, y'all can kick fucking rocks. Like it's, it's, mm. and then when they introduced Vanita. Vanita, I was going to say. I really like her. I mm-hmm. follow her on, obviously on everything. And she, she's so sweet. She's like, we've like DM'd a few times. Hmm. She's so sweet. I wish that Vanita would have any, be on any other show except for that one. Um, and because I would love to support her more. I just ordered some of her stuff from dealers.com. Oh, um, sure. But I just can't, like when she was trying to talk to that girl about Naomi. like Catherine, it was Naomi. It was a couple of those girls, like how they were talking to her. I said, I can't do this Yeah, because I'm rough. getting really fucking triggered. Yeah, I was getting really upset for her. I feel like she didn't deserve half of the things that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and she's a Libra too, I'm pretty sure. So, oh, I love that. you know, like she's like, she's peace, she's harmony. She mm-hmm. wants you know, all of the things. And I feel like there's so many personalities on that show that are I, just- like, Yeah, and I, I can tell that she's a very like zen, like peaceful, like she tries to find resolution. Mm-hmm. I feel like she needs a friend like me. Okay, because I I think it was a conversation between her and Olivia, not Olivia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was Olivia, which, yeah, because Taylor was dating Chef. It was Mm -hmm. Olivia and Olivia was talking like, I'm not going to be around for a conversation talking about racism, da, 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 talking about Catherine. Well, baby, maybe you need to fucking talk to Catherine about it. They would have called me all types of ghetto bitch in Charleston. I don't care. And it's so funny because like, I feel like Vanita, she like her her communication and the way she she presented herself and like what she was trying to articulate I think she did it very well she and did. just heard like oh like racist da, da, da. and then they were shut off and I felt I did feel bad for her I, I was I used to I like Naomi on a Bravo show because <laughs> your foot would be on their necks every I- day I don't even know if I could ever go on reality TV because like, mm. but like, I, I did used to like Naomi and I saw the way that Naomi uh, communicated with Vanita too. And it made me, I was like, whoa it's there, yeah. whoa there. I also like, I like Madison. Like, I think Madison is fucking gorgeous. That woman gorgeous. is gorgeous. And gorgeous. I like the way that she gathers them down there like the chefs that all of the, the men boys. and the women i love the way that she gathers them i can't but my favorite villain like if if Paige could be more like madison mm-hmm. i would actually like Paige because i feel like you can like or hate madison but i think you still like respect her yeah mm-hmm. she's steadfast in herself and like she will apologize when you know when she's wrong mm-hmm. um but she's still so funny like she's yeah like, you like I would root for Madison even mm-hmm. if she cheated on Austin <laughs> like you know okay. and so so yeah I wish like Paige could have emulated her a bit but one person two people's feelings I'm never like I'm gonna be like that's crazy wow anyways is Austin and Craig 
Yeah. I'm gonna be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, mm, I don't care. All right. <laughs> I can't. I I just, yeah, I wish I could watch that show, but are you going to watch Summer House Martha's Vineyard? I absolutely am. It I airs on my wait. birthday, May 7th. Oh, it does? Yes. Yeah. That's the day after one of my, um, actually, that's the day after one of my best friend's birthday and then the day before another one mm. of my friend's birthday. And tourist season is really busy for me. <laughs> it, it is very busy for me too. My mom's is on May 11th and then there's Mother's Day and all of mm-hmm. that you know Taurus into Gemini season b- very busy for me um like mm-hmm. so stressed like, I feel like it's a little bit peaceful like Taurus season is very much like relax pamper like indulge and then mm-hmm. Gemini season is just chaos oh I'm my god chaotic I mean Sam triple Gemini like I love that for her I, I love it for her too I think and my, I love her and Corey I do I I didn't want to like Corey and I think I, I only like- I only like Corey when it pertains to Sam. That's the other thing. Right. I only like him in in that sense. So mm-hmm. that's the other thing. I'm like, listen, buddy, if you fuck up, you're out of here. Okay. Period. He, I mean, he, I'm in Raleigh. He lives like two hours away from me in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe I'll see what it, no, I won't. I'm not going to see Corey at all for anything. <laughs> yes. I'm interested to see how Sam's, because I know we talk about, and I know, I know we were like wrapping this up, but no, you're fine. I definitely um, want to touch on this and see kind of where Sam's character arc goes because um, like I said, like we had some mutual friends who actually went to school at like Elon or mm-hmm. like whatever, friends of friends. But also mm-hmm. I was seeing stuff on Reddit about when she was announced on the cast and and the stuff that I was hearing in person from people who went to school with her and the stuff that I was seeing on Reddit were very much they were, they were the same and it was not too good. And yeah. And I, and I, and I didn't, I didn't want to bring this up. Like I haven't tweeted about it. I've kind of kept it to myself because one, obviously it happened like in college, Mm -hmm. but also people were like, I grew up with her in New Jersey, like this, this, and this, like it's, she was a mean girl. Um, so I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm trying to give people the room to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Carl, people can grow. However, college for her was like two, three years ago. So like, yeah, you know, it's still, it's still fine. And apparently she was like, I do want to be famous. So I can appreciate that. I can, I can appreciate that, but I can also understand how like somebody will go to lengths to be famous, i.e. Kim Kardashian or like, you know, right. the so yeah, somebody commented on a recent Reddit post. Um, they're like, everything she's doing is strategic. She wants to get there. Like, she wants to be famous. She wants to do this, this, and this. And so I'm hoping I don't continue to hear more negative things. Like, it was very much hearing negative things before she went mm-hmm. on the show. And I'm really liking her on the show. Mm-hmm. I never got any bad bad vibes from her but before she entered the show. And I, like, followed her on Instagram. So... I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping like, I'm hoping for the best. I, you know, I think again. that some of that shit with the mean girl shit is like, I, because I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh no, I don't, don't want to be famous. No, I would love to be a famous comedian, have my own talk show. That's my goal. Right. Mm-hmm. Get this podcast signed. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to anybody about that. So that's why I'm like, well, I don't really care. Like whatever she wants to do. I, I don't blame mm-hmm. her for that. With the mean girl stuff, there is somebody, I used to be a bartender for 12 fucking years. And then I was a hairdresser. I was mm-hmm. in the trenches of mm-hmm. like, just being a fucking bitch mm-hmm. sometimes, you know what I mean? For no reason. So 
I think that I think it's some things that you can grow out of. There's definitely people in my past that would be like, no, she's an asshole. And I would be like, yeah, at that point in my life that they knew me, I was an asshole. Um, if anybody needs an apology from me, we can definitely talk about that. Like a, a real one and not just trying to get like your 10 minutes of fame off of mine. Right. If anybody's like, no, like you made my life an absolute living hell. I'm absolutely like, okay, well, let's talk about this because mm-hmm. I, that I didn't know that, you know what I mean? But eh, I'm going to pray that I'm going to pray too, because I, I like seeing, her. I was seeing some things like she pushed a girl off like a thing at a part. I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I go on Reddit, search her name, read it for yourself. I'm really scared of Reddit. I had something go like, a, I guess like a little like tweet or something. Somebody screenshot of my tweet and it went, went on there. Mm-hmm. It had like all of these replies and it was, they were just like, oh just wondering like this girl poses a good question what mm. does everybody think and i yeah. was like and somebody <laughs> found it and you've made it, it. you've made yeah, it and it had like all of these impressions and i was like i mean my yeah. husband was like get on i was like no i'm not getting on fucking reddit i am not getting on fucking reddit. i have a reddit account i've never posted anything on reddit um i actually i just go on there to like every week to like see you know i'll search names it's i think it gives i think some of the threads gives very good insight into kind of behind the scenes stuff but Mm -hmm. also i think a lot of people do have really good discussions in there so like i don't i've never posted on reddit but i Mm -hmm. love to go there to kind of just see see what's going on in that world because like i said i don't follow anybody on the cast except for um sam and gabby now so Mm -hmm anything else like people people will send me stuff from like what danielle has said in her comments or something or i might go on their story every once in a while but oh she is all up in these in her comments and, and again i don't agree with people going on to her page in her comments and telling her what she thinks of what they think about her like that's so silly you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's such a like a form of bullying and trolling mm-hmm. um but at the same time like she's also in other people's comment sections and in their like comments and of not nice comments and i'm like girl you need to calm down i also like find it funny because like everyone talk let's talk about like Lindsay's aggressive blah, blah. danielle was posting on yes. her on oh. her um story and was like counting down the days to the reunion with the devil emoji and i said girl i don't know what you think this is this is a fucking d plus season of a low-rated bravo show like you're yeah. not you're not candy yep. this isn't housewives this is not, it's not housewives reunion and this isn't even a big season we must relax we really must like because this is they've dragged this they dragged the Maya and Lindsay and Carl mm-hmm. thing at the first three episodes, four mm-hmm. episodes. I'm my, I'm, <laughs> I just can't wait for Danielle to answer a lot of things. Um, yeah. And I want Paige on the, on the hot seat as well, because Paige has skated by this season on just being a literal conniving bitch. And she has funny i'll give her that i like some of her cute little sets i'll give her that oh yeah absolutely that's why i always say people Paige gets away with a lot of shit because she's cute she's funny and people want the zara link like that's absolutely. that's what it is they absolutely. want a discount code but um thank you so much for joining me everyone stay tuned because then i'm going to go ahead and give my thoughts on jersey and uh what else are we talking about jersey and oh vanderpump duh, how could i forget we'll be right back <laughs> And welcome back. So I am just going to say a few thoughts on Jersey and Vanderpump. Listen, here's my thing with Jersey. 
this fandom, and this isn't new, so please don't take this as I'm like saying this is a, coming to a shock for me, or as if it's new information. I'm just like, ugh, it's wearing thin on me. This fandom is so fucking toxic. Real Housewives of New Jersey fandom is so fucking toxic. It makes no goddamn sense. We can't even all agree that it was weird for Melissa to be talking drunk and horny and say, oh, I'm going to drunk dial my ex-boyfriend. That's weird. The lady's been married for 20 fucking years. I understand that people say, oh yeah, like drunk dial my ex or whatever. Those are single people who haven't been married with grown kids. Like I said that on TikTok and people like, it was a joke. It was a this, this, this. No, no, no. Your girl said something weird. Okay. Your girl said something weird. This week, I have just been watched sporadically watching old episodes of like Jersey. Charlie has decided he wants to start his Vanderpump Rules journey. So I've been dropping in on him, making sure he is paying attention and deciding on the right side of history. Um, and like some old episodes of Atlanta, just, just all over, right? And I watched the, what was it? Season four. I watched all of season four of New Jersey. And then I watched the season, I, I started the season that... Uh, Teresa came back from camp, from jail. And listen, I say this all the time. You guys have heard me say it. We really could go round and round and round pulling receipts, supporting each side of the Melissa Joe, uh, Teresa fight. Watching Melissa and Teresa be so friendly this episode, I was just like, and like, have just have fun within the group, honestly. I was like, gosh, this is, this breaks my fucking heart because it really doesn't need to be like this. I say all the time, if somebody were to tell me like dealing with my family, my in-law drama, you just need to fix it. You need to make it better. Da, da, da. I would freak out, but our circumstances are very, very different. Okay. It's not all on Melissa. It's not all on Teresa. I just do feel like there have been times when Melissa could like be the bigger person and y'all know how I feel about that analogy, but like she could, like when Teresa was crying saying like, Oh, um, I really want you guys to be a part of the wedding. Da, da, da. Everyone's like, well, she was an afterthought. Is it an afterthought or is it a correction? Like what, which is it? Okay. I feel like Melissa and Teresa missed a moment to like get away from the group, talk to them about it or talk to each other about it and be like, okay, what do we want to do? Like, let's put the kids in the wedding. It's not too late. Da da da. Like just so much outside noise. I'm outside bullshit. If you ask me pizza ovens aside, other drama bullshit aside, there is no reason for I personally don't feel like from what I've seen so far, there's any reason for Melissa and Joey and the kids not to have gone to Teresa and Louie's wedding. That's really crazy to me. Really crazy. There is no reason for them to not like be a family anymore. It's just so absolutely sad for no reason. No reason. My other takeaway from Jersey is that what are we doing with some of these side storylines? Now, y'all heard last week, um, the point was made, like, Marge is worried if people, you know, every time a story comes out, people are going to point to her. And that's why the Arsenal thing bothers her so bad. Well, Margaret, what have we shown ourselves to be? It's a fair argument. I hear it. I hear the point. But what have we shown ourselves to be? You know, 
we've shown ourselves to be the person that has little pockets of information about people and then throws them out when necessary. So if that is the reputation you get, maybe it's the reputation you earned. Did we ever think about that? Hey, you earned your check and a reputation for having an arsenal. Danielle, everyone keeps saying Danielle needs to drop it. I think that everybody needs to drop it. Like everybody needs to drop it. But where Danielle lost me is when she started crying after Marge said that shit. Now, that was some low down gutter shit that Marge said. But baby, when when you're dealing with a gutter snipe, you're going to have to get down to the gutter with them. Don't stay in the gutter. So like crawl back up after you're done dealing with them. But you're going to have to get down there too. I don't make don't let Marge make you fucking cry. Like there are so many fucking things I would have said back to Marge because girl, that's where Marge loses me. And she is an Aries, but child, she just be nasty, nasty for no reason. I'm like, Marge, you did not have to say that to that girl. Oh my God. Apparently they filmed the reunion this week. Apparently it was explosive. Of course, all of the sources, all of the tea are already like leaked. Let me tell you, like, I mean, we already know the Bravo fandom is fucking nuts in the first place when it comes to most of their shit. Why do, why are we leaking reunion? What happened at reunions? Why are we leaking things? Do we not, what, what happened to shock? What happened to surprise? What happened to, you know, waiting? And like, I feel like with Jersey, like people are like, oh, got the tea, got the tea. These are the things that happened at the reunion. I'm just like, why does everybody need to be in the know? Like, and the thing that kills me about Jersey fans is they will literally state hearsay and rumors as like fact and then like argue with them with their chest. And I'm like, baby, did Teresa call you and tell you that? Even if Teresa did call you and tell you that, you don't actually know that lady. You don't actually know her. Like, please, please. Oh, it's getting exhausting. I feel like Jersey uh, seasons are always short too. I feel like they're always so short, which is crazy to me, especially compared to like the seasons that freaking uh, Beverly Hills get. (sighs) Let's get into Vanderpump, (laughs) y'all. I did not watch, I don't really watch Vanderpump Wednesday night with everybody else. I'm usually busy doing something. I did just get a new job. I'm super excited. Um, neither here nor there. So I was busy last night doing, I can't remember what. And I didn't watch Vanderpump Live. I watched it today. And a lot of people, I saw a lot of people saying like, oh my God, why was the cast acting shocked? If like they knew this, they knew this. I'm like, well, I think it's more of like, a, okay, we got convinced out of something we really knew to be true. You know what I mean? Like I felt like, the cast is like, we literally all said this and all questioned this. And we were made to believe that we were crazy. We were the crazy ones for thinking it. Because what I really think, that just what I picked up from the show was more so like, you know, everybody had heard that these rumblings were happening. Sheena had to go defend it all 10 toes down, took it to the source, right to freaking... Uh, Tom Sandoval. I mean, my good God, it's like I'm watching a cheesy Marvel film and she thought she was doing the good deed, but really she handed the infinity stone straight to Thanos. You handed the information straight to the source so he could continue to cover it up, Sheena. 
unknowingly, yes, but maybe let's mind our business a little bit more. You know what I mean? Ugh. I'm kind of ready for this season of Vanderpump to be over because like, it's just too much. It's too, too, too much. And when I say Tom Schwartz is the biggest fucking joke, y'all know I be dragging Lauren from Utah. Like, yes, I do. But for Tom Schwartz to talk about her business, which she helps her feed her daughter, no matter how you feel about the situation, Lala is in her and Randall, all of that. She now has a baby. Okay, she has a daughter to take care of. You're making fun of her. Well, what's your brand? Your fake persona? What is give them Lala? What is Lala? Da da da. What is Schwartz and Sandy's? You're talking about putting lobster and a corn dog, two food items that should not fucking be together, bro. You you're opening restaurants with other people's money. Like, are we are we for real right now? What's your brand, Schwartz? Being a drunk asshole. What is, what is your brand? I would I would have been, I mean, I think Lala and James did great. Don't get me wrong. I think they did great. I've been working him in though. Every time he asked me what my brand is, what is your brand? A cheater? A guy who pours drinks on women? A guy who drinks too much? What's your brand? A guy who gets anxiety so he can't bartend? What is your brand? I mean, uh, ugh, I can't. There's just no way. I would have, and I'm not even kidding. I would not have thrown the pizza at him. I would not have done it. I simply would have knocked it on the floor. I, actually, no, I wouldn't even knock it on the floor. I would have picked it up right in front of him, turned it over and put it on the floor. Looked him directly in his eyeballs. It is very disturbing how Schwartz goes from like literally in, especially a woman's face. Like, what are you? You're a fucking joke. Da, 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 like degrading them. And then we'll be like, you're a great mom. Stop. Wait, wait a minute. You know, you're great. I really think you're great. You're, like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And I don't even think it's a situation of like, oh, there's a camera right there. I remember. I th I really think that like, I, I, there's I, something wrong with him. Honest to God. Something wrong with him. I can't. My heart broke for Ariana. It really did. When, you know, she she lost Charlotte. She lost her grandma. And then she said, like, how much more of this can I, I or she says, like, I can't take much more or something. I was like, oh, baby, Jesus Christ. I really think, like, I'm starting to see where people, all the rumors, okay, so many rumors, were saying, like, she had an idea that something was going on, that Tom was, like, sneaking around with somebody, maybe not Raquel, somebody. I'm starting to see where like maybe she had the idea and you know, maybe she had the idea before and just really didn't want to fucking like say anything because I mean, she's been through enough. She's got enough going on her mind and, but it's just like Tom sucks. Tom Sandoval fucking sucks. Like for him to be like, Ariana doesn't listen to me and she like makes me feel dumb. Somebody needed to make you feel dumb so that you didn't go over there and start arguing with fucking women over a trip that you were not at. I like, I, as in, you know, speaking as if I was Ariana, was not at and had nothing to do with you. Your name was not brought up. Like you were not there. Your partner was not there. Your your real partner, not your not your side partner, right? So why would you think that you should go over and talk to Lala about the girls trip? Why do you think that it's your job? I really think that like Tom Sandoval thinks that before everybody gets to Andy Cohen, they need to talk to him. I think Tom Sandoval thinks he's the Andy Cohen of Vanderpump, like the, the actual group. 
where he can just be like, well, you know, no, 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 no one wants to fucking listen to you in that fucking porn stash. No one. Okay. The way he came at Katie and Katie was just looking at him like, okay, I, I had to, I had to applaud her. Poor Satchel was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) I was like, did did you know what you got yourself into there, Satchel? I want to look him up on Instagram. I really want to, but no, for real, like just running amok, running amok. I don't have a problem with, I really don't have a problem with James throwing a drink on Schwartz. That is the best karma Schwartz could have received because he's thrown enough drinks on enough people. God knows. But even more, it was just like, it's not even a joke in poor taste. It is like throwing salt on the wound and then rubbing it in. Not only are you making fun of my art that I've worked on. And like, you guys can say whatever you want about James Sandoval. Like, yeah, he's a DJ. DJing's not easy. Like actually DJing is not easy. Lord knows I've dated enough DJs and I've tried, like they've tried to show me how to DJ. It's not an easy thing to do. Right. And what else is not an easy thing to do is get on a festival lineup. Like he, it's easier for him. Like he said, to go and get uh like maybe play at a club that's easier than getting on a festival lineup and it's not he's just not just on any festival lineup he's opening up for cascade like that is a big deal it's a huge accomplishment as somebody who performs like with stand-up when you work on a craft and art for so long and then you have to get up and perform it for somebody to like kind of make fun of you and like try and disregard you and like throw salt on your wound and that salt being one of your other one another big moment from your life that didn't come to fruition i.e the proposal fuck you bro i like when he threw this is what i would have done i would have thrown the drink at him and then i would have thrown sand on him that would have really stuck all day right schwartz is a fucking loser talking about i'll put you in a fucking headlock bro dude you'd be out of breath before you even locked the head shut the fuck up and i would have been like get up get up like, you're not going to do shit. And Tom Sandoval is not even going to help you. He's in the back just doing Lord knows what, getting funky. Ugh. I can't. It's it's a long road ahead. We're going to go ahead and end the episode there. Um, Of course, we will be back on Monday with the documentary episode. We are talking about the documentary Longest Third Date on netflix and we have some thoughts <laughs> until then you already know you can find me over on instagram at who asked me podcast um on tiktok at who asked Giselle. also i do have another trivia night coming up if you are in the raleigh durham chapel hill area it is going to be vanderpump rules themed trivia and listen i know i'm getting sick of it too but i actually do pull these randomly and i just happen to pull Vanderpump rules. So I was like, well, you know what? We're still in season four. So what better time? But it's going to be Wednesday, May 10th from six to eight at Melanated Wine in Durham. If you are around um, the area, please buy a ticket. Come on in. Tickets are not on sale yet, but I will put on my Instagram when they do release the um tickets for sale. And then I, if they come on sale before the Monday date, then I will update you guys there too. And of course, don't forget to rate me and review me five stars and a nice review because y'all at at what point we got to get a grip. Okay. But yes, don't forget to rate and review and I will talk to y'all on Monday. Bye.